0: What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. We are on episode 93. 93. Ooh. 93, yes. We are getting closer and closer and closer to that episode 100. Um, Please
1: write a review. <laughs>
0: that is that's what you're supposed to beg for at the very end of the episode. Yeah, uh, that is also something we're supposed to beg for at the end of the episode. All right guys, in this episode we are going to be talking about uh how and where to find good self-defense training. From us. That's well, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say, "No, don't don't come to us." Uh speaking of which, we are our own first sponsor. <laughs> so, guys, there's a few things that we are working on. We do have some let's talk about training for a moment. We do have some courses out there Um that we, and we have more courses that we're working on. Kylie and I actually are in the process right now. Uh Well, right now we're recording a podcast, <laughs> but we're in the process right now of recording a new kids abduction prevention course. This is something that we actually tried to record one time while we were doing a kids product abduction prevention. And uh we had all kinds of mic issues and all kinds of other problems. and, Everything is just did not go well. So we're just going to record one specifically talking to the camera and everything. And we're super excited about that. So we're in, we're actually in the middle of working on that at this moment. Um, also I'm wearing the other version of the other new shirt that we have. Uh, like I said, more, there's more to come, but our other shirt here, um, uh, which says impact defense and established 2014. Um, so, yeah, there's that. You can get all that on the website, impactdefense.online. And I think now it is time for our new story. Am I correct?
1: I believe so. Okay, in today's new story, we have a 10-year-old boy swimming um, on a beach. Um, <clears throat> so, basically, this child is swimming. Um, his mom is Yes, not right there with him at the moment. And a man comes up to him and like gets, or, like, tells him to get out of the water under the pretense of being uh, his mom's fiancé. The, the, Wouldn't the kid know? Yeah, the kid ran away, like okay. started running from the guy, ran onto the docks um, where there were two men running a parasail business. And so the kid runs behind one of the guys. He's wearing um, the Paracel like, uh, company uniform, mm-hmm. and he runs behind the dude and uh, says, I don't know him, help. The Paracel guys, they, they push the kid behind them, and one of them like sticks his hand with his phone into like the window so that the guy can't see what he's doing. you know. Mm-hmm. And he's calling the police while he's talking to the guy. Um and the That's kids smart. behind him saying, uh, I don't know this man. I don't know him. You know, um, get him away from me. And so the parasol sales uh not salesman. <laughs> That's okay. Well, I mean salesman sale I don't know. Um <laughs> uh, so the parasol guys, they're talking to the dude, trying to keep their eyes on him, kinda keep him talking so that he stays there long enough for the police to get there mm-hmm. uh the guy eventually starts to walk away and so one of the guys looks at his buddy he goes stay with the kid um see if you can help him find his mom and i'm gonna follow this guy so that he can't get away because yeah. they don't want him to they don't want him just loose in the world
0: you know right no, no, no. Um, yeah he's trying to snatch a kid he doesn't <clears throat> need to be just go to find his next target
1: yeah so the kid eventually spots his mom and he goes that's her can we run to her and so one of the parasail guys just runs the kid over to his mom and the police get there and the kid's fine. And, you know, the mom's obviously pretty upset because she looks where her kid was swimming and he's not there anymore, you know. Yeah. And uh, come to find out it was, you know, an attempted kidnapping. So, yeah, it was interesting. But thank goodness for those two, like, parasail. Really quick, I think it's worth mentioning that that kid acted immediately. Like he, yeah, he ran did. from the dude when he knew something was BS, and then he went to people wearing uniforms that he knew, like had a job in the area.
0: That and that's um, that's really instead smart. Of just
1: to some random person, he yeah. went up to people who were on the job working.
0: I don't I don't um, know if this kid just naturally did that or if he just I don't know.
1: But he ran to two grown men that he. Seemed you know trustworthy because they actually had jobs there, and he stayed behind them.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. That's really good. (laughs) Yes, it's really really good thing that he he did that. You know, he was trying to get away. Now, um, what was the mom? What was the reason that the mom? Oh, the article didn't
1: say. I don't know.
0: Okay. Maybe don't leave your kid swimming by themselves.
1: Um, It didn't. I don't
0: know. Who knows? Maybe she couldn't have helped. I, I, I don't know. Maybe she couldn't have helped the situation. But I just didn't. That's the one. I guess that's the one thing in the whole story that I was like, oh, I don't like that. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But. All right. In the topic of this podcast today, like I said earlier, we're going to talk about finding training. Uh, maybe other than just us. Um So first off, well, let's, let's pitch ourselves for just a minute. Okay. (laughs) You know, I mean, it is our podcast. So we do offer like in-person training and we will travel. Um, as long as there is a group, uh, that will actually take the class, we will travel around within reason. We are kind of running a business here. So we can't like travel just across the country. Um, but we do zoom trainings for places and people and groups as well. So, uh, there is all that possibility. Um, but if you're outside of a scope of what we can actually work with and train, uh, or let's just be honest, live training is going to be better than over a screen
1: mm-hmm. it's always going to be easier to train in person because an instructor in person well, a good instructor in person can tailor their training to who their audience is yeah um and you'll be able to ask in-person questions and get more information that you otherwise might not have been able to
0: and just as somebody who has trained um has trained people in person trained people over zoom uh trained people or FaceTime or whatever else, you know, anything over something like that, uh, train people. Yeah, and, and we have video courses out there. Video courses are probably, you can get a lot of knowledge out of video courses. They can be really good, but there's only so far that video courses can take you without somebody being there to correct certain things. Because if you're not catching it, uh, and we learned this really one time when, uh, Kylie was teaching on TikTok the uh, drop flow wiggle scream thing, abduction prevention for kids and, and women and everything. And this one lady was like, oh, it doesn't work. And she did a video and says, oh, it doesn't work. And so we did a video back specifically to her and said, you know, here's what you were doing wrong. And she came back and she made another video and it was still wrong. Um, it was not done correctly. Um, she corrected like one problem, but without that back and forth of a, just a basic video course, it's really hard to get, um, in in that case we said, Hey, listen, no charge, none at all. We just want to help you get this technique correct. So, you know, we'll do a zoom thing with you free. And, um, it, she just didn't care enough to try. So
1: some people just want, I don't know. I think some people just want to be the exception, you know,
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, but anyway, uh, so, but we do offer straight up video courses. We do offer zoom trainings, uh, for groups and, or individuals will do private training as well. And we do offer, um, like live actual live training. And if you're within, you know, a state or two away from where we are, we can work something out with you. Uh, and we're based in North Carolina, so. Uh, we have gone and trained in South Carolina. We have trained people in Virginia. We have trained people all—I don't know—all you know, quite around, quite a bit around. Uh, so anyway, if that is not a possibility, and I, I don't suggest that people only ever train with us. Yeah, sure, go go get training from as many different. I train with people from all over uh, and all kinds of different people. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that, and I don't suggest that other people only train with us, and, you know, I'm not trying to be like that either. So, anyway, how do you locate training courses? Uh, Good ones.
1: The Google is a good place to start.
0: The Google? Mm
1: -hmm. The Google. The Google. Uh, Sometimes. Or the (laughs) DuckDuckGo. Okay. Um, But specifically locating um, good training courses, you're going to want to research reviews and um, see – like, how many different, uh, you want people who are backed up. Like, you want people who actually are certified to train things and are not just pulling things out of their butts, you know? Yeah. Um. So, when you're locating something, you can start with online research and yeah. then see if you can find, like, word of mouth verification. Yeah um
0: of course let's be honest unfortunately a lot of people can be easily fooled so you can't just go by reviews and stuff like that you do kind of want to uh and i'm not gonna lie you know as a trainer and stuff like that sometimes it gets a little when somebody comes up and goes like yeah i think i want to you know i'm thinking about possibly training with you but please tell me about your history what have you done sometimes when asked when that question is asked as a trainer, I'm going to be completely honest with you and say that can be asked in a very irritating way.
1: Mm hmm.
0: OK, but it's also important to ask that question. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so when you ask, don't be like, don't be a right, jerk. About prove it. to me you're legitimate. Like, yeah,
0: that's that's I think that's the question. Like, What, yeah.
1: what makes you worth teaching me? You know, yeah. um,
0: what makes you worth my money and my time?
1: Yeah. What makes you worth my time? Um. That just makes you sound like a jerk. Well,
0: uh, exactly, that, and that's what kind you of you can
1: that to that makes you a jerk. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but when you ask that question, you're over here like I just try to make sure that I get like the most real information I can get. Like, what's your training history? Like, can you what can you tell me about yourself and your background? Yeah, um, it's all in tone and how you say things. It really that
0: that is that is the truth right there. It's all in the tone, you know. Uh, cause I've had people come in and ask me stuff and I'm like, dude, uh, now I won't be honest with you. If you come up with some, if you come up and ask somebody and they straight up tell you that I've heard of guys or trainers who are like, I don't want to tell you, you know, so, trainers will say this to people asking that question. It's like, and they refuse to tell you about their training and stuff like that. Um, they're not worth your time. <laughs> They're really not. If they're not willing to talk to you about it, I don't care if it is kind of, even if you ask it in an irritating way. Okay. They're not worth your time. Um, But don't ask it in an irritating way. You know, when you're kind of like trying to find out who's a, who's a good training and stuff like that, you got to do a little research. Also, if they say, well, I have, I'm a a black belt at Goju Ryu Karate. So therefore, I'm an expert at self defense. No, you are not. <laughs> you, you. If you're a black belt at goju ryu Karate, I'm not picking on goju I It's just honestly, that's the a style of karate that I picked <laughs> uh, that I said because it's a style of karate and it is a. You know, I don't know anybody that's a black belt in goju ryu Karate. So there we go. <laughs> um, so I'm not picking on anybody specifically, but if they're like, I'm a black belt in goju ryu Karate. That does not mean you're an expert in self-defense. It does not mean you're an expert in fighting. It means that you're an expert in doing kata and that you are an expert at doing sports style sparring. And you may not be an expert at either one of those things, to be honest with you, the way some people will give out black belts, but that's aside from the point. We're not going to talk about that. Even if they're a really good black belt in a certain style, that does not mean anything. If they are a black belt. And I know we had Scott Clawson on here mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks back for a couple of episodes and And I think we talked about it a little bit there. Even if the guy says, hey, I'm a black belt in a respected style, like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, a lot of people very much so respect that. And if they say I'm a black belt in in Brazilian (laughs) jiu-jitsu, that does not mean that they are an expert at Mm self-defense. That means they are an expert at grappling, okay, Mm -hmm. which is part of it, but that's not everything. Uh I think to be in all honesty to be an expert. Cuz Brazilian
1: Jiu-Jitsu people they can handle like a lot of self-defense situations, but that doesn't make them a self-defense specifically expert cuz there are a lot more aspects to self-defense than just being able to hold somebody effectively. Yeah.
0: No, I mean would I say Scott mm-hmm. is an expert in self-defense? Yes, but Scott has a lot more training than just a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Uh there was there was a reason that I did really well in MMA when I was training with him. Uh, and that's because everything he did thought about the idea of what's the possibility of somebody punching you in this position, (laughs) you know? But anyway, that's, that's off topic. Um, so don't just think a black belt, Uh, but going back to that, I would say most black belts are far and beyond most people when it comes to self-defense, but they're not experts. Some of these people can get absolutely totally trashed in a street fight or in a self-defense situation because there is more to self-defense than just that one thing. Uh, Self-defense generally, uh, a lot of things are like ambush attacks. How does somebody like that deal with an ambush attack? If they're not, if you're not aware, you know, you've got to have certain amount of other things. Um, So let's just like, forget the black belt thing for a minute. You want to hear things like you know oh, I've been trained in you know if you ask them maybe what's the most important thing maybe this is a really good question actually and this is just straight off the top of my head but if you ask them like what is the most important thing about self defense if they tell you something about like awareness de-escalation stuff like that if they tell you something in the soft skills staying area
1: staying out of self defense situations stay, yeah.
0: Yeah, staying up. If they tell you that something that's kind of more of a soft skill thing, they're probably more worth trusting than somebody that goes like, uh, you know, being able to punch somebody in the face or you know whatever whatever they may say. But because what gets most people out of self defense situations is soft skills first,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then kind of moving over to hard skills from there. But anyway, you need to hear that. You can also, like you said, get reviews read reviews. Uh, You can ask your local police department. Some of the people uh, that are sheriffs or deputies or police or whatever, you can ask some of them because not all of them are trained, but some of them are. And at least I think a good portion of them probably at least know of a decent place to train. Um, let me back up for just one second because I was just thinking. You can also go to places like uh, USCCA's website and look for trainings. I think, I think their defensive, their self defense type stuff is decent. And when you go to their website, it's not just gun stuff. So when you go on there, it's not just their stuff when you can look for in-person trainings you can find all kinds of stuff out there um and usually usually i can't guarantee it sometimes when looking at an organization it, i don't care what kind of organization it is um so oh, i got a, I i got a, you know and i corrupt my guy organization or i'm in this reality-based self-defense organization over here you're gonna find some really crappy instructors okay yeah. that's always a possibility but the big thing is always look for reviews and everything else so
1: um some good places to look would be like cobra defense anything cobra defense um
0: Yeah cobra defense is good. Um, um oh Not man. to be confused with cobra kai.
1: Yeah no not to be def- not no absolutely. Not. Um what's the name of the one guy? Uh, the name of the one guy. He, he has a lot of online courses. Um, Nick Drossos. Nick Drossos. Yes.
0: Yeah he does too. Um yeah, He has real stuff. Yeah he's good. Um
1: Who else do we have?
0: Oh there there's a, there's a lot of good people out there uh and it just depends on kind of what you're looking for you're looking for armed self-defense are you looking for unarmed self-defense you should be looking for both um or at least look for unarmed Mm self-defense i mean let's just be honest um and i think the biggest thing
1: the alive program is good for active shooting stuff yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so and we've talked about it before about committing to um this kind of constant improvement in this. And I think committing to that within training is super, super important. So you want to like, you want to really commit to do it. Now I would say I am huge on education. Okay. I just came back, um, from doing a two day big defensive shooting course. Uh, I am really huge on this constant level, you know, constant education. And I want to to work with people and kind of learn from people constantly. So my challenge would be if you don't do something like jump into a good, you know, kind of martial arts school kind of thing that gets you like a regular stuff, you know, learning how to fight, learning how to do that kind of stuff. If you don't want to do something like that, that I would encourage you to at least take one course class workshop something a year um and that is like minimum you know if you want to kind of stay or give you any kind of extra thing so like you know maybe one year do the alive program you know whether you get out to an in-person event or whether you do it online uh do an live program uh do like look at something for like cobra defense usually has stuff going on it's usually a um it can be like a two day thing. It can be like a, you know, so many week thing, you know, maybe, maybe it's like, um, two classes a week for 10 weeks or five weeks or something like that, where they have all this. That's good. Really, really good stuff there. Um, you know, look at, uh, USCCA's website, uh, or just look for, uh, good people in your area and uh, learn like some defensive shooting or defensive tools or anything like that, but make a commitment to doing some type of training. And like I said, I still say absolute freaking minimum is one type of training a year. And you know, more is much, much better (laughs) in all honesty. More is so much better. But uh, do y'all have any other like comments on anything like that?
1: Okay. uh, Well, when we say commit to training, I mean, there's always those people who are like, oh yeah, I do this every week. And then I'm over here. Make sure that the training you're committing to is actually benefiting you. Yeah, Um, that's true. If all you do is work on one specific thing, or if you're just focusing on getting stronger, or if you're just focusing on uh, making sure that I don't know, you're focusing on one kind of disarm or something like that. If that's your version of training and you're just like, okay, what's the bare minimum I can get away with? Yeah, It's probably not helping you.
0: True, very, very true. Very true.
1: So just make sure that the training you're committing to, it changes up, it's helping you build different skills, and it is constantly at least a little bit of a challenge.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was talking about, like, you know, and I didn't think about the fact that, yeah, we do need – diversity in your training um now if you find like one place that's going to offer you a diverse you know a diverse training environment then that's cool you know that's really good i heard this one place called impact defense does that you know they they can do all, from like stop the bleed and medical stuff all the way up to like shooting things all the way to like hand to hand. yeah they're a really cool place i think uh anyway uh shameless plug uh but like <laughs> you know it's it's just something that you need to kind of like really focus on you know diversifying your training and stuff like that uh so really quick if you do carry uh think about upgrading your holster okay uh, we love alien gear holsters you can go to impactalien.com okay and get yourself an awesome alien gear holster that is a link that is not our own website that is a link that takes you over to theirs but if you use that link it does help the show out and everything else that we do to be honest with you so go over to www.impactalien.com and uh, pick yourself up a holster i know i am quite a fan of their holsters so yeah there's that
1: Alright, so the whole point of today's episode was just um, where to find, um, what to look for, and how to commit to training. So, where to locate training. You can look things up online, um, but you want to check your sources, talk to the people who are responsible for the training, and in a non-jerky way, ask them what their training history is so that you know you're getting the right Yeah. Um, the right fit for you have a notepad ready, write down what they say and then research what they cite as their sources. Yeah. Okay. Cause just because they have a long list doesn't mean that list is worth anything. True. Um, although it's probably worth more than someone who's not going to tell you what they do anyway. <laughs> um, then commit to training, uh, get off your butt and do some like diverse training. Don't do the same thing every day. You know, like don't just do your wake up, throw four punches on your punching bag, maybe throw a knee and then draw your pistol three times even though that's nice like that's that's helpful. That um, right that
0: is diverse right there. You punch knee and do a pistol.
1: Yeah, so. but if that's all you do
0: yeah no, all the
1: time, that's all you can do. Yeah. So um get some diverse training, learn how to deescalate. Um learn how to disarm, learn how to uh, fight with a knife, learn how to fight with a gun, and you don't have to do it all at one time. You yeah. can find those trainings at different points. Maybe maybe 2022 is your gun training year, and then 2023 is your hand-to-hand training year. Yeah. And Although you know-
0: 2022 is almost over now. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have seen the look of realization on Jada's face at that point. So I was like, holy yeah. crap.
1: Guys, I where did this year go? We had two years that it felt like ten, and then this year that has felt like a month, you know? I know. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Like it where is did it super go? Crazy.
1: Guys, look back. Do you remember your year? I don't. <laughs> okay. Someone put me out of my misery. <laughs> Buy us coffee, please. <laughs> Like go go on to the sponsor thing. It's four ninety nine a month. Four dollars and ninety-nine cents a month.
0: Okay, I'll tell you what. All right? We'll do this. The and first it's
1: a monthly thing, and we're just looking for twelve people just twelve people. Yep. Like Jesus' twelve disciples. <laughs> it's like now I'm not comparing you to the disciples, but I'm just saying. Okay, that's kinda how we would see you guys. <laughs> Because we need coffee so bad.
0: So we we need to. We, so we're going to start referring to the first twelve people that uh, as the Impact Defense Twelve Disciples. Is that what you're? That sounds that you're a little sacrilegious, but it um, does.
1: <laughs> Heret? no. Would that be sacrilege, blasphemy, or um, heretic? Heretical. Heretical. Thank you. Here's I was the word. Like all I could think of was heretic. <laughs> all right. Heretic anyway. is a fun word.
0: <laughs> Moving past that.
1: <laughs> if you guys are enjoying this podcast, hey, wait,
0: wait! Before you get started, though, I will say this: uh, for the for your sake, the first four people will all go toward your coffees. Okay, Jada.
1: Okay, <laughs> guys. Let me get those first four. All right, I don't have a name for you yet, but I'll I'll find one. Okay, something just, that's not blasphemous. <laughs> something that's not blasphemous. <laughs>
0: Jada's support structure
1: yeah it's got a i don't know jada's fan base
0: <laughs> oh, that sounds oh, a little weird gosh. anyway <laughs> okay
1: the four well, corners of jada's world <laughs> 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 all right, <laughs> all, right.
0: <laughs> all right well while, she, while she's thinking that really hard about that go ahead Kylie.
1: if you guys are enjoying this podcast go ahead and go over to apple podcast rate us and please 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 please, please, please a review um, because on our hundredth episode or a hundredth and one episode, we are going to be doing an Amazon gift card giveaway of $250 that apparently I'm paying for.
0: <laughs> exactly. And she, she's finally got it she's now. Got it down. She's finally just like, fine, i I'm paying for it. Okay. All right. So, and let me just tell you, Kylie, I just checked it out. Guess what? Yeah. Still nobody from South Dakota.
1: They don't Oh exist. my word. Guys. I I was actually researching to see if South Dakota contributes anything to society. (laughs) Um, Now, South Dakota, a couple things South Dakota is known for. Um, Agriculture. Plants. Known for plants. um, It is also known for... uh, It's home to the fastest temperature swing in the world, also having nothing to do with people. (laughs) Okay. The Black Hills are the center of the U.S. Okay, so it's being the the center. For some place, that is the center of the country. No one lives there. Um, (laughs) It's a good place to study mammoths. So things that lived there are now dead. Um, And then we have, it has more shorelines than Florida. Okay. Okay, but guys, do you hear anything?
0: More shorelines than Florida.
1: Yes, that's what it says. How? Uh,
0: Okay, I guess it has to be like river. They have to be counting river shorelines.
1: Do those rivers connect to oceans?
0: All rivers connect to oceans eventually.
1: Well, yeah. So I guess it can be considered shorelines.
0: I just... When you here? say shorelines, it
1: says it has more shorelines than Florida.
0: It ha- Look, okay. I, so I pulled up a, a thing. You see the river? Just boom. There, there's South Dakota. There's the river that runs through. And here's all these other rivers that branch off. Hey, I'll I turn around just, and let Kylie see it too. I
1: am just reading You're just, what the Duck Duck Go tells me, okay? So it's not even Google. I'm not even Googling it. <laughs> duck Duck Go. Okay.
0: I, you said that I had to look it up immediately. I'm just.
1: It's known for having a corn palace. And now I feel the need to search what a corn palace is. Is it a palace made of corn? Um, I don't know. Or is it a I'm palace lucky. shaped like corn? <laughs> uh, or is there just a lot of corn surrounding a palace? Will we ever know? Um,
0: we are, because I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Go ahead, it's continue.
1: known for gold production. So at least we know that some people visited it. Um what?
0: The world's only corn palace. Oh. That,
1: okay. <laughs> I I fail to see what this has to do with <laughs> corn. It's colorful. <laughs> but there are no people it have in that to do picture. With corn? If you want to convince me that there are people who live in South Dakota, you've got to actually listen to us from South Dakota. So call your non-existent South Dakota imaginary friends and tell them to listen to the Impact Defense Podcast. When it shows up on our ratings, we will see it, and you can convince me that at least one person lives in South Dakota. Okay. He's probably hermit Watch. who lives in his corn palace.
0: We'll just get like one single listen from South Dakota.
1: Okay, and we'll hey, name him Harold.
0: Listen. It'll be a li-
1: and he is our South Dakota hermit, Harold, and he lives in a corn palace and sits that on his even river like beaches or and, made of uh, corn yeah. and looks at Mount Rushmore. Or it yeah. doesn't even have <laughs> corn stalks around it.
0: I, okay. Uh, We're not going to get into it. Anyway, I feel like we have talked almost as much about South Dakota.
1: Oh, it's also known for the largest temperature swing in the world. You already said that. I feel like it's mentioning again. What does that entail? Like, is it just like a moment in history that was known as the widest temperature swing? Or does it regularly have a large
0: temperature swing? No, I I think if it's known for the largest temperature temperature swing, uh, then it would have to be a one time thing. It's like, okay. Like, It was like 10 degrees. Remember that one
1: time 100 years ago when we had that largest temperature swing? That was wild, man.
0: (laughs) Okay. So now that Jada is uh, hopefully done. uh, Yeah, just insulting South Dakota.
1: Somebody prove to me that there are people there. (laughs) Because I'm starting to feel like a conspiracy theorist. And, uh, you know, no one has proven me wrong yet. (laughs) <laughs> so somebody check me. Please. All right,
0: guys, thank you so very much for listening to the podcast about uh, uh about ways to commit to training, and then also about South Dakota and how I don't know how that's become such a big topic I of our podcast. Know why that's
1: called a corn palace? Yeah, well, me <laughs> too. <laughs> All right, guys, look up the South Dakota corn palace. So, we thought it was worth coming back and correcting at the end of this podcast. Um, We did cut it off. We made an ending to the podcast and everything, and then we zoomed in on the Corn Palace, and it is legitimately, the outside of the Corn Palace is legitimately made of corn. My question is, what's on the inside of it?
0: I I don't know, but I'm sure that you could probably find pictures of that as well.
1: I saw a picture of a theater, um, but I don't think it's corn on the inside. I think it's just corn on the outside. But here's, here's my thing. What... What coating did they put on that corn to keep it from turning into popcorn? (laughs) Like, if it had the largest temperature swing in the world, I'd be worried about all the work that went into that corn palace. Or to keep
0: birds and stuff like that from, like, eating it. Yeah, things from
1: eating it. Um, And also, I'm thinking about just how much corn it took them to make a corn palace. Mm. Also the paint the 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 pictures and stuff on the sides of the palace that are all made of corn they look a little bit like cave paintings and um <laughs> i'm just saying south dakota could have been abandoned for years <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh so i thought maybe <laughs> i don't know this. wow okay yeah it's made of corn so it really hey i just want to show you this look really quick before anything else, there are vehicles in that picture of the Corn yeah, Palace.
1: Yeah, there are vehicles in The Walking Dead, too. It doesn't mean they're occupied.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> hey, wait, look. There's one with people. Holy crap, look. There are p- pictures of people in South Dakota. There you go, But Jada. they're
1: probably just visiting. They could be tourists. It is a Corn Palace.
0: That's got, like baseball and basketball there.
1: What? I need to see and then wrestling I need
0: to see and hockey.
1: I need to, I wonder if it's in a the Coliseum pictures kind of thing. I don't know. Turn mm. around. That's interesting. Corn palace. I bet it smells interesting outside of the corn palace. Does it just constantly smell like corn corn husks? Like look, a grandma's house. Look up pictures of, corn the corn of the Oh my gosh, that was a really southern thing to say. Okay. Anybody else have the experience of going to your grandma or great-grandma's house and chucking corn? Yeah. We have a corn chucking thing that we do. And like... Do so you have to use the little brushes and get the, the silks? Yeah. No.
0: All right. Anyway. Uh, yep. Thank you for...
1: Look up what's inside of it. I'm really curious. What's inside of the South Dakota Corn Palace? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, if we get a listener and they hear <laughs> this episode, they will probably quit listening right away.
1: Then just <laughs> skip this episode. Yeah.
0: Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, or whatever.
1: Is that also made of corn?
0: Um. It looks like it. Yes.
1: Oh my god! I
0: need. To so get there are a pictures. View <laughs> then just come around and step away from your mic.
1: Well, they definitely did earn the title of it's. A, it, it is a legitimate it, corn yeah, palace.
0: It, yeah. Yeah. So see? Corn.
1: South Dakota did go all out for their corn palace. When North Carolina themes something, it's just kinda like it's like got if North Carolina were to create a corn palace, they would just be like corn related things in the palace. You know? No, no.
0: So well, I guess it would be Lexington. Is uh it, like it would be like a, a barbecue. Stadium?
1: Is it like a basketball stadium?
0: Yes it is. But if it was in Lexington, it would be a barbecue palace.
1: That's very true, but it still wouldn't be made out of barbecue. You know, it would be. It, it's not like they would take the bones of dead pigs and like <laughs> make a palace. Which, first of all, that would be really creepy. But <laughs> like, it would just have barbecue-related things. This is a this is a building that a key feature of its architecture is corn
0: okay so i think we need to to <laughs> cut it off at this point in time because we have quite literally i think talked more about south dakota and the corn palace especially more than we actually talked about the main subject of this podcast
1: oh well look up the south dakota corn palace it's an interesting look
0: yep all right we, we won't play the outro music again we we'll that is just after, be
1: weird after we already played it?
0: Played it one time. Pull mm-hmm. it back. Play it now. Nah, we won't play it again. Not
1: as weird as us talking about a corn palace. But <laughs> okay. All right. See you guys. Thank you for listening to us rant. And uh, please, please sponsor us for coffee.
0: <laughs> Remember the first four people that do that? That all goes to Jada and her well-being.
1: I need mental help, guys. <laughs> Y'all are my, like, personal therapists. <laughs> Hang on. Wait. Okay, the first four people to sponsor us that that go to the, that go to my coffee habits, y'all are just Jada's mental stability. Like that's that that's about it.
0: Uh huh. There we go.
1: <laughs> you know, like the memes of the hamster running in the wheel inside of someone's head. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're getting that hamster running again.
1: Or maybe they just, like, maybe I have, like, four wheels, and, like, they are my four hamsters. (laughs) (sighs) That's a terrible name. I'm sorry. Jada's four hamsters. (laughs) Jada's hamsters. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Forget all that. Uh, I don't think I need to resummarize. Look for training. Investigate the training. Commit to training. Sponsor us. And look up the Gordon Palace. (laughs) <laughs> I see Bye, guys. <laughs>